Skins Table Talk. Refreshed. Each time, we're going to sit down with different people for an informal conversation around the current themes we're having in the New Skins community. This theme is refreshed, so I'm going practical. Different people find different things refreshing, so I'm going to try some other people's suggestions and then chat with them about the experience, as well as more generally what makes them feel refreshed in mind, body and spirit. Uh, hello everyone and welcome to another Table Talk. Uh, we're going to do a, a, a special one this week. Uh, we're looking at mental health as it's Mental Health Awareness Week. So um, we've got Dan here uh, and Sarah, my wife. Uh, my wife is Sarah, not Dan. Um, and, um, we're not married. No, we're no, not. We are. Um, and we're going to just have a little chat about kind of, we're carrying on with the theme of refreshment, but we're going to look at it through the lens of mental health and see how that affects affects um, our kind of thoughts on, on refreshment. Um, so all, all three of us uh, are coming from the point of view of um, sufferers, uh, either past, present, um, recurring, whatever, um, but we all have experience of this uh, in our own lives. So we're, gonna, we're not gonna be uh, sharing facts, statistics, or anything like that, but just what it meant for us um, when we were now looking back on those times and what it meant for our refreshment. So um, Dan, would you like to say a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, I um, have a history of depression and anxiety, um, but I'm also recently started treatment for Crohn's disease, which is definitely stress exacerbated. Yeah. Um, so it's not it's not a mental health condition. It's a sort of an all over condition. Yeah. Um, but some of those issues of stress that would also impact my depression and anxiety definitely have an effect on my Crohn's. So yeah. I feel like I've been, uh, in terms of my mental health, I feel like I've been doing really well recently. But in terms of the impact of stress yeah. on my Crohn's, that is less than ideal. Yeah. And I think we've hit upon something right away, haven't we? That actually we can't segregate the mind and the body in the way that sometimes we like to. No. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. That, Everything is so tightly linked. Yeah, we're one unit. So to, you know, when we talk about mental health, we're isolating it from the rest of our body and actually they are kind of connected. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that's that's just part of, uh, of, of our makeup as human beings. Yeah, and I think it's something that has got I think as a society, we've got a lot better in the last few years about busting that taboo. Yeah. It does feel to me, my experience is such, that it is easier to talk about mental health now than it was maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. And that can only be a good thing. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely agree with that. It, it just seems to be much more in the kind of... Um, yeah, in, in the mindset of of the kind of culture that we talk more about how we feel that we seek help and it's not such a stigma. Would you, would you yeah, say the same? I would definitely agree with that. And I think maybe this is just down to personal experience, but I think people tend to freak out less as soon as you mention the word mental health to them. Yeah. It used to be you could see this kind of expression of panic and dread when you mentioned mental health to people. 
and now I think that happens less and less and I think people are more willing to kind of talk about it or maybe it's because it's being talked about it it's becoming more normal and therefore people maybe aren't quite as shocked when mm. you start talking about it yeah. I don't know that might that might be wrong but that's my personal experience yeah yeah I mean did you, did you ever find it difficult to to, sh- to talk about your mental health Dan um I think I certainly did. I think I've found it easier, I guess, as I've lived with it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, And as I've been more able to, I am with it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, But that's that's still something I'm getting better at and and recognise that I need to keep getting better at. is having the right words and the right vocabulary to explain things not just for the people but sometimes just recognizing where i am in myself Mm. um definitely an area i continue to grow in shall we say yeah 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 so uh, that kind of feeds into looking at refreshment a little bit uh kind of understanding who we are and how we get refreshment um that with this with mental health in mind there's a different kind of aspect coming on a different facet um, of trying to think about when we're when we're not very well um what makes us uh get, get what, what gets us refreshed i guess and is it different for um for when, kind of when we're kind of uh, our mental health is better um i think i think similar things work but maybe in different times yeah. And um, I I mean I'm a got a bit of a background in science as you guys know. Yeah. And um, and I I sometimes think of my mood as a bit of a wave. You like waves, don't you? Sometimes it's got highs, sometimes it's got real lows. Yeah. And um, and I think that the actions that I take sometimes are trying to just bring those highs and lows closer together a little bit. Yeah. And it's it's often the same stuff, but depending on the timing, that action for refreshment will have a different effect. It might have a bigger effect. It might have a smaller effect. Yeah. Um, and I think one thing I'm working on is the sort of, I guess the the what are the day to day things that mean that the peaks and the drops aren't as high as they and low as they sometimes are. Yeah. And so what is it that makes things easier to maintain and to not even everything out? I don't think I'm ever going to have a mood that's a flat line. I'm I'm not wired that way, and that's okay. I think there's something distinctive in that. I think that I'm wired that way for a reason. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't want to even that out completely, but also it's making sure that those limits aren't so completely out of whack that you can't do the things that you need to do. It's difficult for those of us that kind of have these um, mental health periods that kind of come and go um, to kind of understand when we're, when we're kind of functioning in a kind of uh, okay, a normal frame of mind, for want of a better phrase, and when we're kind of, you know, that mental imbalance, the kind of um, chemical imbalance that's going on in our brains as throwing things off. Um, and you know, like I, you found this, didn't you? When you were kind of, because you you had a, a, a period of quite, um, quite difficult psychotic stuff, didn't yeah. you? And when you were coming out of it, it was quite. Was it not quite difficult to figure out 
what was your normality yeah definitely and I think because mine was very it was dissociative disorder I had I very much struggled to to know what was real and I was often convinced that the world I was in wasn't real at all so it's actually really hard then because when you come out of that you don't really know what your normal is Uh, is there anything that any any of us can think of um, that, like, if we if we break it down into like maybe looking at our mind particularly, um, and then we'll kind of look at our body and our spirit maybe, about what makes it really hard to get mental refreshment when we're kind of in one of those um, like low periods? Yeah, I mean, I I always describe it as everything feeling distant and like there's a, a fog around my head a mental fog yeah and it just becomes really difficult to access things and so even if there are things that are helpful it doesn't mean they will always be helpful because when that fog descends yeah it's just really difficult to access anything yeah so i definitely. think a lot of what i do is i try and prevent the fog from getting too heavy mm. um, and it's the day-to-day -day stuff in terms of when you're in it, I still don't know if I found the thing that lifts me out of it really easily. Yeah, I, um, I was going to say that. I think when you're in it, I, I'm mostly recovered now. I just have the normal, I think, person up and downs probably. But certainly when I was at my worst and I just really couldn't quite discern what was real and what wasn't I don't really know if anything would have given refreshment mm. mentally what, mentally yeah while you're in that I I think you're into I certainly for me I was in too much of a distant state and not knowing what was real in the world that I just couldn't I couldn't get refreshment yeah and probably that then doesn't help but you then probably get yourself in a cycle because you you need refreshment really for your mind Especially when you're in that kind of state, you, that's when you need it the most. But I don't think necessarily think you can get it. Oh, apart from music, for me, that was at least a break. Yeah. For for me, music and and singing and particularly worship music would be a break, and I would find that particularly calming, or it, it would at least be a break from the mental health. Dis like. Yeah. Sometimes a break is all is all you is you know all you can hope for in those yeah, darkest definitely. darkest times yeah i think for me the exercise thing i need to be pretty consistent with exercise and yeah. um, and i know i know when i've not exercised right for a while yeah and it's not the exercise alone that shifts that fog but it just The feeling of having achieved something, because mm. when the fog descends and you just you can't you feel like you can't do anything and you feel like the world is beating you. So to have those little wins, whether it's you know, I'm not a runner, I don't enjoy running, but I know that some people do, and mm -hmm. that that for them is the thing that helps shift things. Yeah, I like swinging a big weight around. Yeah. And there's something very satisfying about swinging the weight. And sometimes you need to build up enough of those little wins to get your head above the parapet again.
Yeah, and it's sometimes when you're well that you can recognise those, can't, isn't it? That you can look back and go, actually, these are the things that... Because when you're, when you're really low, well, when I'm really low, I, it, you, you, that, that fog is there. Um, I mean, sometimes I tend to have these kind of two kind of mental kind of states in, in when I'm low, one kind of like this foggy kind of depressive mood. And then this kind of really much more darker where I kind of, I, I'm just literally, I'm totally cut off from my kind of cognitive brain. And it's, it's a, it's a really dark place and it's, and it's very, it's very hard to get in and out, get out of. Yeah. Um, so when I'm in that state, there's no way I can look and go, oh, what can I do now to make me feel better? Yeah. And it's the, you can't do that thinking. No. no. That but part it, of the loop, you just can't access. Yeah. But if you've already identified them, then it's a case of just, uh, trying to convince your um, low self uh, that that is the thing that definitely works, that you've tried it before, you know, that, that, and no one can tell you what is going to work, but I think you find out as you, as you kind of live with it and sit with it for a while. I think the longer you live with it and sit with it, the more you start to learn what actually prevents though getting into that place in the first mm. place as well. I don't know if um, putting preventative measures, measures in place will ever mean that it, you'll never get into that dark place. Mm. Yeah. But it might, it might just, it probably helps. Yeah. To prevent it a little. Bit. Yeah, my experience is that it 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 brings the bands in, so you, mm. it, the depths aren't quite as deep, and the sort mm. of the flying away with the fairies bits aren't quite so flying away either. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, that's okay. You know, yeah, and yeah. that that creativity. Um, that comes from the flip side of the dark moments is still there. It's still accessible. That doesn't yeah. go away. Um, mm. But it's just the managing thing is really important to me. Mm. Can I touch on something yeah. else? As we're talking about exercise, I think that definitely relates as well. Because I have joint problems, especially running, it, it would just be the worst thing ever. Mm. But certainly I do lots of different physio exercises and things like that. And that definitely helps to keep me feeling physically much better, much fitter. But I definitely think there's an aspect, if you're struggling with body image, and I think actually a lot yeah. of people will be struggling with body Even men, a lot of people think men don't mm. struggle with body image. They definitely do. So yeah. I think exercise is definitely key in, in that area as well just to help yeah. yourself feel a bit better about yourself but it's also a kind of double-edged thing isn't it um i don't know about for other people but for me like get getting on your running gear when you don't feel uh you you, you feel kind of like fat or you feel unhealthy and and kind of unfit is a kind of a, a wall to get over in itself yeah, yeah. that's true yeah um, to good. actually especially with something like running because you have to go out there in the, well, I mean, you could go to the gym or whatever, but like we live in a, such a lovely place um, and it's free. Um, so it's kind of makes sense to get out there on, into the into the real world, but actually you're there for everyone to see and you're, and they can see you when you're, have, when you're kind of like totally knackered, knackered and uh, you've, just, you've just made it a hundred yards and need to walk again or... <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is and it's like you're on show and I'm, I'm, people aren't really yeah. taking notice I'm sure no but that's just a, a barrier that you have to kind of it get an feels extra barrier. like it doesn't it it does the feeling is there I definitely have two types of workout clothes as well I've got like baggy trackies and a hoodie 
Mm. But then I've also got shorts and a compression T-shirt. So if it's a good day, the shorts are coming out. And if yeah. it's a bad day, mm. no, I'm sticking with the baggy trackies. Yeah. No one's seeing anything other than a rough outline. Yeah. yeah. And actually, I suppose there's, to a certain extent, before thinking about exercising possibly to help with your body image maybe you need to become a little bit more comfortable within yourself before you mm. it's not, I'm not to say that it's not a, not yeah. something you can do I mean I've done it and it, and it and it did help me um but it's just getting over that initial um kind of actually sometimes when you get out there and do it more you kind of you kind of yeah. sit into that comfortable spot but it's the kind of oh I don't it's that kind of questioning that your mind does when you're low going yeah. oh yeah. I don't know that I can do this this is just too much um, and then you, you know, sometimes I have to push through that. Yeah. Um, and but it is a balancing act. You've got to, you've got to, you've yeah. got to. You only you know yourself enough to know right. Well, this is my line, and I, that you know, I, I'm, I'm feeling like this today. So that would be really not very wise. Or yeah. actually, I need to push myself here because I know this is going to be good for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think there's there's the confidence that comes from having achieved something. Yeah which is really helpful. However you feel like you're looking, the confidence from having achieved something is helpful. Yeah, um, definitely. But I think there's a real, there's a real balance with exercise. Um, and you, you see some of the sort of no pain, no gain, or you've got to crush everything, or it has to crush you. And I think yeah. that's really unhelpful. Definitely, yeah. Um, mm. But equally, like, I, I don't get the same effect if I'm just doing something that's really gentle. Yeah. I can't just sort of phone it in and do a gentle workout. I've got to feel like I'm achieving something. Yeah. But it also can't be so heavy or difficult that I end up being crushed by it. Yeah. Really. I think think for me, because because my exercise is often physio exercises and things like that, isn't it? No, not just necessarily gentle but I, I get a lot of achievement from just the fact that I do some exercises and actually it makes my posture better and actually yeah. it keeps all my joints in place a bit more for me and you had a six pack for you had our I, I did not that after having a baby that's not there anymore <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah okay. <laughs> it is it's okay I mean, yeah, that's fine I wouldn't expect to have a six pack just after having a baby Boys a year old now actually so. but but yeah no I definitely find that if I keep on top of them helps me feel better and it does help my mental health a lot yeah definitely yeah there's this kind of exercise thing there's also a kind of social aspect i think to kind of our mind the way that our mind is affected by um a a, a low mood and anxiety and depression and it's particularly around anxiety i would i would say um i don't know if you find that dan but that's definitely something that kind of resonates with me that, that yeah I'm, I've got to know where I am we yeah. come back to that knowing where I am yeah sometimes I just want to do it on my own yeah and yeah. sometimes actually uh being with a group of people whether that's in a gym context or um just at home with Alice um that is really helpful yeah sometimes I just want to do it on my own. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And sometimes it is, re- but it's hard to know where you are. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes I, li- I, I, I have no idea exactly where I am, or where I think I'm fine on a day, and then you will know this, Andy. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, just hits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, grumpy person. 
<laughs> stomping around because something has built up and I haven't recognised it there and then and all of a sudden it just it blows up sometimes it's anger first then it's panic crying and then it's sort of I don't how are we going to get everything done what are we going to do I don't what am I going to do with my life and it just all of a sudden comes at once so it's definitely very hard to recognize where you are emotionally Mm. all the time to prevent that happening and And also what you need what you need yeah yeah. and it's, it's the same with feelings when I was really ill we used to use weather to describe feelings because I couldn't I couldn't quite figure out or describe how I was feeling so if I was feeling sad like I was going to cry we used to say are are you you, is it feeling a bit rainy or if I was angry is it feeling a bit stormy and that that definitely helped it's incredible yeah and that's something we touched on at the start well near the start wasn't it that having the vocabulary to explain to yourself as much as to anybody else what's going on yeah so we've got like uh, epic hail, massive hailstones coming down. Uh, just as we're t- you know thunder and hailstones, we're talking about uh, <laughs> somebody's weather. grumpy. Someone's grumpy. <laughs> um, I think for me, going back talking about that um, about people, um, I don't, have, you, have you have you read any Harry Potter, Dan? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I listened to the audiobooks recently. Um, and you know sometimes you have those moments reading something or, or watching something where you go oh my goodness I so connect with that um, yes. and, and it wasn't about the story at all it was just um, it was so Harry, Harry had, had, a, had been bereaved he's grieved he, uh, someone very close to him has died and um, the kind of initial aftermath he, this is what's said about him he says he was finding it hard to decide whether he wanted to be with people or not Whenever he, was, uh, whenever he was in company, he wanted to get away. And whenever he was on his own, he wanted company. And I thought, you know, I don't think I've ever resonated with a sentence in a book more than that, thinking about my mental yeah. health. And, and I was like, oh, that was definitely exactly how I felt when I wasn't very well. Because you're, yeah, defi- yeah, yeah. you're definitely a massive extrovert as yeah. well, aren't you? You just love being yeah. with people. So for you, it, mu- it was really strange. Strange, yeah, and, not wanting to be with people anymore. And people refresh me. And and and. To, I know what you mean. I don't always find that. Well, yeah. But I can recognise it in you. But in but in, <laughs> in my kind of um, kind of uh, normal mood, then yeah, people refresh me, and that's my go-to. If I'm like, oh, I'm really, I'm feeling a bit kind of dull. I'm feeling a bit lethargic or low. I need to go and see someone. We can do something with someone. And so that was all. That's always been my go-to. And then suddenly, when depression started hitting, I was like, I was like, I don't want to. I don't yeah. want to go to people, but I think it might help. But then when I do go, I think I'll push myself and I'll go, and it's just too much. And I just want to get away and go and hide somewhere. And then, and this kind of cycle of going, I want to be with people, but actually I want to be on my own. Or it's just so confusing for your own kind of sense of who you are and what you what you're about I guess how you tick yeah you've got to have the right people as well haven't you you have with the right people you can go and you can you Mm. can be with them and it's okay yeah you can just be in the same room you don't the right people get it and they won't force you to engage more than you're able to yeah definitely and that is incredibly restorative yeah especially being for me. in a room full of people where you feel like you have to give out yeah and you just can't just makes yeah. it so much worse definitely 
Any, uh, what about our bodies? Is there anything that um, is hard particularly about refresh body refreshment when we're feeling depressed or um, uh, like, like mental health of some kind kind of kicking think in? I think what I struggle with massively with body refreshment is that physically resting helps a lot. I get a lot of joint pain, mm. so resting is really good for that. But I hate resting. Yeah, you do. Oh man, <laughs> it 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 just it's unproductive. I I, I like I like I'm a ach- I'm an achiever. I like to achieve things and I like to be productive. Yeah. So for and me, a, and an what... achiever with a broken body is not no, it's is, is not a good mix, is it? No, although it's much better than it used to oh, be. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But um, it's something you have to work on really yes, hard. Yeah, I've worked really hard on getting better physically, but um. Yeah, so that that's what I really struggle with, and mm. I do I need to get better at it, especially things like a hot bath. That that's really good, but it just I hate staying in a bath for too long because it's so unproductive. Oh, I love a bath. Oh, yeah. I, bath, I, I like. <laughs> and he's exactly the same for yeah, me. If I'm going to have a bath, I have to have things that I'm going to do in the bath that are going to be an achievement. So, like shaving my legs in the bath, or you know, something that is actually got an achievement at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> then that makes having a bath okay. Yeah. Quick funny story about a bath. Um, so that was one of my challenges from before, and I forgot to mention um, while well, that actually. Uh, whilst in the bath um, with my challenge uh, from Sophie uh, to relax without any technology uh, I, I, I leant back and singed the back of my hair on the candle that I got on the back of the bath <laughs> you stupid boy I was like what is, what is that oh <laughs> yeah I moved that candle that's not so refreshing the smell of burning no. burning hair no so yeah that's I definitely think um, refreshment physically is is something I really struggle with yeah yeah, I I did it. I did as well. Um, just get just having that gap and go. Uh, you just like we've got a dog, so you know it's it was just that was just so much pressure. I was like, I have to go and walk this dog. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to get up. I don't want to did do anything. Did the sense of looking after help at all? Because I've I've read that we we don't have pets. We we kind of I think we both kind of like mm. a pet, either a cat or a dog. Um, but one of the things that I've read about people who are struggling with their mental health, sometimes the fact that they have uh, something to look after, they find really lifts them. Did yeah. you find that at all? Yeah, I mean, certainly that's why we kind of got a dog for you, wasn't it, in the first place? Yeah. Our so first dog. When was... I was bad, really bad, or worse, mentally, yeah. having a dog was it helped hugely. Yeah. But not necessarily with the getting up and... That was more of a mental shift, wasn't it? But I think that's where we differ and that's where I had to start understanding you and where you're coming from um, so that I knew how to help better Mm. because that's where we differ. I never really really struggled that much with the get up and go. Mm. Like, I, I did have bouts of depression and I felt terrible about myself, so you know, pushing myself and wanting to do challenging things in a day was difficult, but I never struggled with that horrible, literally wanting to stay in bed all day long. Yeah, and I'm I never sure, really struggled yeah, with that. Yeah, I don't think so. I was quite that bad, but certainly, yeah, I just didn't want to do much. Um, and, and the things that you normally like to do, 
don't mean anything anymore. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's the red flag for me. I'm I'm not a get up and goer. No. I I like to lie in. I can spend a lot of the day in bed, even when I'm feeling 100 percent well. Yeah, <laughs> I love my bed. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, the red the red flag for me is that sort of the things that usually I look forward to and enjoy. Yeah. If I feel like I've got no energy for that, that's like a okay, right. Take a moment, check in with yourself. What's going on? What do you need to do? And it is sometimes different to a mental energy. It's there's this kind of physical energy that you're lacking. You're just so lethargic, and it's not kind yeah. of that you can't get your mind in gear. It's that I mean that is there as well normally, but that's not it's, that's not what, what I'm kind of talking about. It's that kind of just you know, the lethargy of going. I just I can't move. I don't want to move. My my body's just going slowly and I um, tend to also and this is kind of a, a body mind thing um, my, my words I might start to slow and I start to slur and stutter because um, I don't know if it's an energy thing or or just a kind of you know mental body uh, imbalance kind of like not quite getting the kind of in sync I guess yeah, but I find that really hard. I'm not sure. I'm not I'm not sure I can put that into mind or body. I think that's definitely something that's kind of so interwoven into both that I can't really pinpoint which of the kind of areas it is, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just how it, no, it is. The more I think about this, the more I think that actually the the thing that's harmful is trying to separate the two. Yeah, yeah we I need to be much better at acknowledging that everything is connected. And yeah. The things that affect your mind affect your body, and the things that affect your body affect your mind. And what that can sometimes mean, and we've touched on this a little bit with all the time we've been talking about exercise, Mm. doing something physically with your body can improve your mind. Yeah. Yeah, And I think similarly, there are things that you can do that lift your mind that also improve your body. Yeah. And the the better we do at linking those, I think the better we're going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but how 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 does our spirit then come into that? If we're thinking about like spiritual refreshment, our spirituality, our connection with God, how does that feed in something totally separate, or is that also interwoven? I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, I would argue again that all of these things are linked in, um, and I think there's. There's the, the oh, I don't know how, how common it is anymore, but there certainly used to be an idea about like the ghost in the machine, and how you sort of your your soul or your spirit was trapped inside a physical shell, and yeah. um, and I just think that is so wrong. Yeah, and it's it's everything is sort of linked together and and animates each other, and it's not you can't you can't separate things. No, I uh, think I think you can separate what helps each thing, but I don't think yeah. you can separate the thing. Mm. I don't think you yeah. can separate mind, body, and spirit. Yeah, and but yeah. definitely, or well, we've discovered through through the different podcasts you've done, some people it's one thing that refreshes all of them, but yeah. for other people it's different things that yeah. that refresh each different area. Yeah. So I and, think, and yet they do have a, a, a knock-on consequence on the other. Yeah, one. I the think other that ones. knock-on effect is is really real. Yeah. Um, for me, I think there it's different things affect each area, but 
in improve in exercise improving where I am in my body that improves where I am in my mind and the I find that a better feeling of understanding my body improves my relationship with God as well mm. and I that's something I've been working on I have I have a tendency to re- retreat into my head academic background love thinking hard thought yeah like genuinely enjoy it yeah I, I, I kind I, of wanted to learn how to relate to God and relate to other people, not just in my head. Yeah, yeah. I definitely um, kind of feel the same with that. Um, I, yeah, you just need to step, take a step back from the cognitive side and just go and just think yeah. about relationship. Yeah, um, and it's the same thing with um, your, you know, your friends. It's you know, it's one of those things you kind of think, why, why do we kind of take our faith and make it? Uh, Kind of academic so much as a kind of you know uh, church uh, in broad terms um because like we don't do that with our other friends you know it, it, it'd, it'd be quite offensive if uh if, if you if you know someone said oh, oh i'm you know I, I consider you my friend and you said well yeah i sort of do but i only want to talk academically about you yeah i'm happy to have discussions <laughs> and, and, and chat to you about science but you know what i don't really want to tell you anything about my life no, and, and certainly don't tell me how you're feeling. Yeah, and and if someone <laughs> said that to you, I want to know about feelings. Yeah, that'd be really yeah, offensive. Who's this big shiny idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, and yet that's somehow what we yeah. we kind of the position we put our relationship with God into. Yeah. I yeah. actually I actually find that my feelings for myself, I think, reflect where I am spiritually quite mm. massively. If I if I'm if I'm starting to feel really down and terrible about myself, I've always struggled hugely with body image. And if I'm f- feeling worse about myself, it's almost always an indication that actually I'm not I'm not tuned in with God quite how I should be. Yeah. I really need to start spending a bit more time with him and just reminding myself that actually I'm a child of God and it, uh, nothing is ever going to change mm. that. Mm. But it, and I think I'm always going to struggle with body image. It's never going to change. But recognizing that that's an an indication of where I am spiritually mm. at that moment in time is really helpful. But when our mental health is low, does it change the way in which we connect with God? I think so, definitely. Yeah. Certainly for me. Yeah. Um, I know I've had experiences where that sort of cloud of fog that we talked about yeah. feels like a wall in between me and God. Yeah. Um. And this again, we've touched on it again already, that thing about looking back and seeing what's helped. Mm. When I look back at those periods where it's felt like there's a whopping great brick wall between me and God, I can see how God has put in the effort, whether it's through friends or other means, to really reach me. Mm. And that is so encouraging. Yeah, I remember distinctly a a couple of years ago when I was really not being very well I was finding it really hard to, to connect with God and um, at the same time we was um, at, at Cliff where we where my wife works and I was a student and we live at Cliff College and there was the kind of their um, festival was going on and the, the kind of big tent kind of stuff the kind of big meetings were um, you know normally what stuff I enjoy like lots of people singing it's really fun it's lively but I just couldn't, I just couldn't engage with it. Um, and so it was the quiet community, it was the quiet kind of monastic stuff uh, that kind of, that I kind of really engage with. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, well, how do I, how do I kind of uh, take that forward in my own kind of 
life for that period when I really needed it in that in that way. I needed to connect with God in that way. Um, so I ended up clearing a space in the understairs cupboard. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, used to, I used to lock myself, well, not lock myself, but I used to go in there. I guess we're going back to Harry Potter now, I'm going in the understairs cupboard. Um, and uh, yeah, with my uh, kind of liturgy on the wall, you, you know, you, you're, you're yeah. like, you're an Anglican, Dan, so you know you'll be. Oh yeah, it wasn't Anglican. <laughs> Anglican. It, it, it was really, it was really, it was really important for me, and I, I kind of just, it was just me. There was no one else there. I couldn't see anyone else. Um, but it was something very comforting about being in a small space and connecting with a big God. Um, yeah. And I think yeah. that for those, I mean, I haven't done it since because I haven't needed haven't that. Needed it. No, but for that period, it was really important. Um. Well, I'm really aware, Dan, that you've got somewhere else to uh, be uh, kind of going, um, and we're really thankful for you to that you're going to join us for this. But I just wonder, is there anything else anyone wanted to kind of like put in um, in the mix about kind of mental health and refreshment, or just mental health in general? Um, that might. So I wanted to ask you, as an extrovert, how you got on with your challenge. Oh, oh yeah! Oh my that. challenge! Yeah, I doing made, nothing. I made oh. Sarah do it as well. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, it, it comes with as parents. It comes with its own difficulties. So it has to be That's timed cool. rightly. Um, and he's not been very well. Do we need to say what the challenge was? Yeah. Yeah. Would that help? Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it, it does come with these difficulties, and the challenge that we were set was to sit for half an hour to an hour um with just us doing nothing nothing um, uh but we were allowed coffee apparently we had a coffee so that's what we did we um and it, yeah i actually I, I was kind of looking forward to it um i wish I, I i was gonna my plan was to go outside into the garden with a cup of coffee and just sit looking at the view we've got um, yeah and i came home from um from work one day and i thought right i should do it tonight because it's nice out there at the moment and um you know it'd be really nice and I, I just put it off and didn't do it and it got dark and i was like okay i'll do it tomorrow tipping it down with rain <laughs> ruben had a really bad night so we were really tired as well um so we we all got a coffee um i went upstairs sarah went downstairs and we kind of had a little kind of time separately as well i thought you know that would be yeah. you know really help us to get on that kind of it's just me and and God and whatever um, I make of that time, um, and for the first little while I thought it was, it was going well. I mean, I I wasn't really kind of thinking about nothing. I was trying to I was, you know, thinking about things. Um, I'm quite I'm quite uh, creative in, with kind of creative writing and poetry, so I was thinking about some things like that that I kind of got come yeah. going, and that was all good. Um, about the 20 mark 20 minute mark um i think i fell asleep because <laughs> I, okay. I woke up like 20 minutes later <laughs> and i was like oh well, that, that 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 one didn't go so well um feel refreshed uh, yeah more more fresh than yeah there you go. <laughs> but good. more because of the sleeping than the uh... well you know sometimes it's about creating the space to give you that <laughs> because the point of the challenge is not to think about nothing yeah the point of the challenge is to, to see where your mind goes. Um, and I, I think this is valuable whether you believe in God or whether you don't. Yeah. But on a Friday morning, this is this is something that I do. Um, my other prayer sessions is often me going to God with things. And I kind of think the solitude thing is giving God space to work in me. And sometimes that looks like, oh, my word, I'm really worried about this thing that's coming up next week. 
And sometimes it looks like, oh, maybe I should work on that. Or oh, I'm mm. not feeling very happy about this aspect of what's going on in my life at the moment. What can I do about that? Um, mm. But I think the, the no agenda thing is important. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, as much as, much as I really struggled with it and felt terrible afterwards because I just felt like I hadn't been productive. I so not s- refreshed. No. <laughs> but I can see that actually it's probably something that I should really work on. Mm. Maybe I need to just that, that, sit. That may be why I made her do it as well. <laughs> not saying one way or the other. Just It was definitely, yeah, I think as much as I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. I I can see that it is a really beneficial thing, so I should probably start yeah. working on it a bit more. Thank you for um, coming on and and chatting with us. It's not the it's not always the easiest subject to talk about, but um, I you know it's it's a it's a really nice format to kind of have these discussions in to chat about how it how it feels for us and how our refreshment um, is affected by mental health. Yeah, and do let us know if you're struggling with any mental health how yeah. you how you find refreshment <clears throat> even when you're struggling with your mental health at that moment in time mm. yeah. it'd be really interesting actually yeah. to see how different people cope with it in yeah, different yeah. ways yeah that's that's a really good idea so if you'd like to get in touch with us uh, you can on uh, instagram which is uh, newskins church facebook at newskins church fb email us at newskins at gmail.com or twitter at newskins church so do get in contact Tell us uh, what make what makes you feel refreshed, particularly um, this week. We're thinking about mental health and, and how that changes changes it. Let us know. Um, that would be really good. Thanks very much, guys. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. And Thank you, Dan. Have a good service, online service now, I believe. Yeah. Off on to the next thing. Right. <laughs> there might be time for some dinner as well. Oh, dear. <laughs> good. Cool. All right. Thank you very much, and we'll see you. Bye. Bye. Uh, so I thought this week, um, rather than um, well, we have been taking uh, kind of comments on our social media about refreshment and uh, kind of discussing how that makes how that kind of works for us um, or or doesn't. Um, I thought we'd we'd park that for this for, for today um, because last week we had Justin. Uh, on and he was talking about uh, running particularly as a way of gaining refreshment and he was specifically talking about running um, and the psychological uh, kind of effects it has on him uh, and his mind so I thought if I play we didn't include it because I wanted to save it for today so um, if I play it uh, then maybe we can just have a see if we connect with that instead of doing the, um, uh, the other stuff we normally do okay I mean, obviously, there's the the nature bit. Is there anything else about running? Um... Yeah, for me, um, running, I'd say, is less of a spiritual thing. So um, that, that's not to say it doesn't exist at all, but it's less spiritual. For me, the spiritual is walking up in nature. Yeah. What I find for running, what what I find about running is that it's really, really good psychologically. And when yeah. uh, occasionally I have back problems and knee problems and I can't run and I really miss it during those times, and I think the reason it has that huge psychological benefit for me is is because it's hard work physically. And, and in yep. a strange way, <laughs> for me, I don't know about for you, Andy, I have to, because it's hard physically, and actually when I run, I you know really push myself physically, you know, as we did this morning. Well, I did. Um, I don't think you okay. did. <laughs> but I push myself to my limit. 
and in a strange way, because it's it's almost like I'm concentrating on my body and running as you know hard as I can, and that stops my mind from thinking about all of the issues that bring it stress and uh, problems. It, it's a period of time when I have a kind of total sort of psychological de-stress because I stop thinking about anything other than you know my steps and my runs and so I just find it psychologically unbelievably yeah. helpful as a way of defragging from the problems you know yeah. in my mind and we've all got problems in yeah. our mind haven't we personal ones work ones you know money ones whatever they are I totally stop thinking about them when I'm running yeah and does that, that then have a positive effect going forward it's not just a break from them or maybe it is maybe it's just a break from them <laughs> or is it have some sort of po- positive mental kind of long 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 term effect or sh- yeah. even short term effect afterwards that's a really good question which i've never thought about so it definitely uh, constitutes a break from them yeah. and sometimes for all of us actually just having a break from stuff that's going on in your mind is is a good thing so it's definitely a break from them does it have an impact beyond, as it were, the length of the run? I think it does. It's. I wouldn't say, though, I mean, obviously the run itself doesn't solve whatever psychological problems I have. Um, but I think uh, there, there is a tail effect, and you know, in other words, an impact beyond the actual run itself, yeah. where, you know, the problems are there, but maybe they're just a bit more in the background, you know, yeah. a, a little less present to the front of my mind than they are... Well, you know, when I run, they're not in front of my mind at all. And when I finish the run, they're just, you know, they're a bit more in the background. So it does yeah. have an impact beyond. Yeah. So obviously that, that was Justin and that's certainly true for him. And so, um, you know, I wouldn't want to uh, kind of you know, say that's not at all. Um, but for us, can we kind of get on board with any of that? I personally couldn't get on board with that at all. But in some ways it actually makes me quite jealous because mm. I I would just, I think running would be amazing because mm. I do like to push myself and I like to achieve things. Mm. So running and achieving, you know, achieving things when I do it would actually be amazing. But it just kills me physically. Yeah. It's the jarring on the knees and the hips. It just really, and I've tried. I've mm. tried. It's not like I haven't tried. It just really is not worth the pain. With your joint pain. But it makes me stuff, so yeah. jealous because I would love it. Yeah, yeah, I can I could see you really liking that. And yeah. yeah, so you can I guess you get you can get on board with it kind of in theory, but actually when it comes to you yeah. in practice, you're like it's Definitely. just not really going to work for you. I think I I I understand it as well. I don't know if I've done it enough to know whether that's something that I can kind of say will definitely works for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I said uh, on that, um, you know, chatting about that challenge, I said that, you know, I need this is something I need to kind of commit to doing more because maybe it would. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess the jury's out on that one for me. Um, but I could definitely see how, you know, a break is great for your mind. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, a break from the problems, a break from your own emotions and feelings. Um, but yeah. then to reconnect with them at the end. Yeah, I think it's... Like, I, I don't want to kind of emphasise almost dissociating from those feelings. Mm. Because I don't I, I don't think that's always healthy, no. completely dissociating from your feelings. But 
sometimes you're right you just need a break yeah you just need a break to feel refreshed and if running does that then that's amazing yeah it's also interesting um uh, like i said at the beginning this week is mental health awareness and the the theme that they're kind of using is like re as connecting with nature so that's the kind of you know yeah the angle they're taking that this kind of 45 percent of us apparently um kind of feel that actually being out in nature improves our mental health yeah i can definitely see that um so that that kind of connecting with nature i think um is another aspect to getting out and running um, which we did talk about with justin that was another kind of point last week yes yeah, so this is a, a, a quite a difficult subject it's been, been quite difficult um area to cover uh, we didn't want to let it slip by without mar- un- without marking it and and just going actually you know this mental health awareness is important but yeah if it's something you're struggling with right now then then let, let us know get in contact with us it's much better when we can kind of chat these things through we can like support each other so we'd love to uh, hear from you to kind of uh, walk with you through this if this is something that you're um, struggling with at the moment and there are also other services as well which I'll put some links to in the description yeah don't stay quiet let's just uh, share with each other our struggles and our um, difficulties and hopefully we can support each other and kind of increase positive mental health for us and the people kind of around us so I hope you've uh, enjoyed this week and I hope you have a really nice week Hi. 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 Newskins is simply a group that offers a space to think and respond. Different people have all kinds of different ways to think about and respond to life, creation, each other, faith, and God. I like to play the cello. I like swimming. I like to explore the outdoors. I like to sing. So we have a space where we can think and respond in ways that we find meaningful. As part of New Skins, we want to say, well, welcome. welcome. Just as you are, whatever your background, whatever you feel you have to share. New Skins, valuing difference. 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 difference.